Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Monday, October 19th, 2020. In the spirit of Halloween, which is now 12 days away, we are reviewing the latest Halloween blockbuster film, Hubie Halloween, starring Adam Sandler and all his friends. It's a very typical Adam Sandler movie. Um, we're going to talk about that. Maybe I little, know we disagree on it. Maybe a little MCU news to start the pod. I'm just a little upset because I think this is going to get contentious, so the listeners might like this. Um, We finally filled out our entire bracket with all our old movies and everything. We can talk about that. And there's a a movie that we've disagreed on the most that we are right about. Okay. Like, believing that's what we disagreed the most on. Yeah. I think it's going to be topped. Yeah, probably. Um, So, if you haven't watched Hubie Halloween yet, uh, pause this podcast, go over to Netflix, go watch it. um, Because you're going to want to listen to what we have to say, because I genuinely do feel like we're going to be like 30 points off. Yeah. Just have a feeling. I mean, it might be it might be contentious. Let's, Let's get, get into it. 20, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! High fly ball into right field. She is gone! I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! So you teased some MCU news, Ty, at the top of the show. Um, what is that MCU news? So, cannot confirm. 
so it's speculation. It's not news. It's you got to use the in word. Here's the thing: is you're sending me tweets saying, "Oh, it's confirmed," but they're all by not very reliable no, sources. No, I didn't say it was confirmed. I said if this is true. That's fair. That's that's your journalistic integrity. Yes. <laughs> if I was gonna say, you got to use the in word lightly, the news word. <laughs> Easy guy. <laughs> Uh, apparently, Tobey Maguire you can't use it lightly. Sorry, and Andrew Garfield have signed on for Spider-Man Three. Which, if that happens, Ty, that has been like our wet dream, MCU wet dream for months now. Yes. Have we not talked about all the weird ways they could just get Tobey Maguire, not even to play Spider-Man, just to make a funny cameo? Yes. And the fact that he might actually play fucking Spider-Man be fucking awesome. So this is for Spider-Man Three, mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange is supposedly going to be the guy who sets up this whole spider-man multiverse for this to happen um along with wandavision probably which yeah which makes sense because well wanda you mean right well the show wandavision is going to set all this shit up no i'm saying doctor strange the character from what i read was is the guy who's gonna get them to the different multiverses here's what i've what the deep diving on speculation Okay. WandaVision's going to fuck up the multiple realities. Yeah. Spider-Man movie's going to take place with everything fucked up. Yeah, and then Doctor Strange Doctor is Strange is going to be in that, helping, and then in That's his own lead movie. That's into his, his movie, most fixing likely. Okay. So, man, where do we start? Um, first of all, the fact that they could get... So, okay, first of all, which one is the one Sam Raimi's doing? He's doing Sp- Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange, right? Okay. Which is why it's so big that Doctor Strange is in Spider-Man. Because obviously there's some sort of connection there. So And the bigger thing that kind of gives any credibility to this is Jamie Foxx. I don't know if we ever talked about it. 100% confirmed as oh, Electro. Oh, it is confirmed? Yes, Jamie Foxx posted it. He's confirmed to be in Spider-Man 3 which was as the, Electro. Yes, which was the Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Andrew Garfield's villain. So I wonder, now this is where it comes in. Is he actually going to have a role? Is he going to be a prominent villain with the Sinister Sticks? Or is it going to be like they go to Andrew Garfield's and he's kind of just there? Like, bro. Talk to me. How did Amazing Spider-Man 2 end? I never saw those ones. I <laughs> uh, killed Gwen Stacy. Spoiler alert. Oh, shit. Why did he kill Gwen Spider-Man Stacy? Spider-Man did. He like, he, like, knocked her off, and he tried saving her and shot, like, a web down. At, it's in the comic books. And, like, he catches her with the web, but she lands with so much force, she breaks her back. And then he and just dies. retires? Um, no, I don't remember. No, no, I don't think so. Because I was going to say, what if Jamie Foxx being in this is them? Because, in theory, this is how I imagine a multiverse. They could travel from the multiverse, the MCU universe, Travel to Andrew Garfield's universe. Yeah, and Andrew Garfield will, like, they're not going to go to Tobey Maguire's universe and he's going to be 40 years old. It's going to be young Tobey Maguire. You know what I mean? Or it's just Tobey Maguire at his age and out. Well, yeah, but it's going to be, like, relevant to the time frame that last. Like, the way, I, the way I think about multiverse is when you're traveling from multiverse. <laughs> this sounds so nerdy. We're just doing a little quantum physics. When you travel from multiverse to multiverse, you're kind of bending time. So if you go from one multiverse to another, you can almost maybe pick that point in time that you're going to in that other multiverse. Like it's not necessarily like both multiverses are in the year 2021. So I was going to say what if Jamie Foxx's involvement of the movie is literally just being Doctor Strange and – um our spider-man mcu spider-man going to andrew garfield's right when he like right when jamie fox's character like gets blown up or whatever you know what i mean like what if jamie fox isn't playing an actual role but he's like you know you get what i'm saying right like they pretty much pop in at the end of amazing spider-man 2 and maybe they have to keep him from killing gwen stacy i'm not sure 
but I, I there there might be differences because he said Electro is going to be yellow. Jamie Foxx said this. Oh, okay. See, why didn't you tell me that before all this? I don't. You were getting. You, I just want. I didn't want to stop you. You're on a roll. <laughs> okay, thank he you. He said he's going to be yellow this time, not blue. So he's playing the same character, but a slightly different version of okay, the same character. So is it an electrode from a different universe? Then I have no fucking clue. But it seems like a waste if you get the same actor who played the same character. But what if that's just like a funny nod? Like, but okay, this is electrode in the MCU. And then, again, Jamie Foxx, on this confirming thing, posted something of the three Spider-Mans standing together and, like, Electro's face in the sky, which I'm sure he's had talks with people. So about is he part of the Sinister Six? And then he, he deleted that. Is he part of the Sinister Six? I mean, because right now— One of the things that, like, was the thing is, like, all three Spider-Man team up in the final act, and it's, like, one villain from each of them. Oh, my God, that makes me so wet. Which would be fucking awesome. Because all of this goes on— including with Morbius, which we know is already blurring the lines with the MCU and the Sony universe because of uh, Michael Keaton. Yep. Not Birdman. What the? Hawk? Vulture. You got it. I wanted to call him Birdman, <laughs> but that's the that's the Broadway movie. Oh, I almost tripped over my cord right there. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. Blurring the lines. Oh, blurring the lines. Yeah. I'm just excited. Because Sinister Six, we already know, so Vulture is probably going to be in it. Correct. I don't know who's in the actual Sinister Six, uh, it's but just, we're just going to talk about the movie. It's, it's a hodgepodge. It's been a bunch of different It's people. rotating. Yeah. So we know Vulture's probably going to be in it. We know they teased that one guy being in it in the prison. Scorpion. That, Scorpion. Whether or not they pun on that, I don't know. Is Morbius a villain? I don't know. Okay, so we'll just... Well, Morbius is a villain in the comics, yes. I don't know if he's going to be one of the villains. Morbius. Electro. Electro. Venom? Do they throw- Maybe they get Tom Hardy's Venom, and then Numbers. the most beloved superhero or supervillain is Doc Ock from, oh, from... But isn't he dead? I mean, he died in the movie, yeah. But he just went underwater, man. They could fucking if they do some bullshit like Sandman? <laughs> I mean, maybe. But Doc Ock usually is the one who gets the Sinister Six together, so to have like that iconic character show up would be fucking awesome. Now, the one hurdle they have to overcome, when they could just ignore it, is the fact that they got... Uh, the same actor to play Joan Joan Jama Jonathan, whatever. Jay Jonah Jameson. Jay Jonah Jameson. I don't think you gotta ignore that. I think that's just that's just Jay Jonah Jameson. Every reality, <laughs> so like, this is just this guy. <laughs> he is yeah, the like one that. constant throughout the multiverse. So do they have a scene where it's like an Eddie Murphy thing where you have two Jay Jonah Jamesons standing next to each other, just like yelling at each other? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think you. they do that. I couldn't tell you. Um, but it makes sense though, because you know, in this MCU, which you didn't like it. Uh, You're on the record of saying you didn't like how they were revealing Spider-Man's identity. Definitely didn't like it. That big time on the record. Potentially opens the door for the whole universe thing. He's like, oh, I got to get out of this universe. Some bullshit like that. I don't like that. But I'm saying this sets up all this fucking fun shit we're talking about. Yeah, I agree. My one issue, I feel like you should have had one more solo film. I don't care. No. They usually, I He's only had like one actual. Yeah, two. But in New York. Where, like, Spider-Man's things and, like, him in New York. Oh. Like, when was him away and, like, kind of doing Spider-Man shit. But I think Far it's... Home, which is a good movie. Don't get me wrong. I think it's just that same story has been done in two different franchises now. Now, with that being like, said, Jason, this exact same story was just done, like, last year in an animated movie. Yeah. So, I, I could see it being like, look, we don't want to do the same thing. Those are great works of art. I haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man, but we know the first Spider-Man franchise is good. Let's take our own spin on it. I don't. I don't mind that they're not doing the New York thing. I don't know, man. We just got a Spider Spider Verse movie. What do you mean? Well, the animated Spider Verse. Oh, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I like it. You think about the other so I mean, Captain America got two solos, and then the third one was a team-up. Yeah. Thor got two solos, and then the third one was a mini team-up, yeah. a half team-up. Um, Iron Man got a third standalone, which was bad. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much it, right? I don't think they're making Ant-Man 3. <laughs> Probably not. Um, no, yes, they are. What the fuck am I saying? Pretty sure it's confirmed. Ant-Man's just so, like... But then it was Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. so it was like a team-up. Ant-Man... Is... It's the lowest grossing of any of the solo franchises. I could see why. I could see why. Don't you slander Paul Rudd Guardians 3 is... We forgot about him last week. <laughs> did we? Was it last week? We're oh, did... yeah. We're talking about Anchorman, I think. Yeah. Or something. Um, Guardians 3 is pretty much a mini team-up with Thor. Oh, I think Thor is going to be in it. I do not think Thor is part of the movie. Prominent role? Okay. We are getting a fourth Thor. Yes, we are. Which is 100% just them making such a good third Thor. Just That's just one, two, don't count. This is the new beginning li- of his trip. I'm a little bit worried that it's not going to be good. Everything I've seen from Taika Waititi has been good. Oh, Taika's doing it again? Yeah. Oh, know. then it's going to be good. It's going to be fantastic. I, I, I'm worried that it was like Thor Ragnarok was the perfect blend of like action but also comedy, and they would lean too far into it. Oh, it's still Taika. Same dude's doing it. Chris Hemsworth's going to be Thor forever. Watch. Just watch. I'm, I'm fine he with said it. in an interview, I was actually reading, like, he has no interest in, like, ever leaving. Yeah, he's like, those guys can be done. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, look, man, I just, I'm so, I hope this happens. I hope this happens, man. All this Spider-Man hype, Morbius hype now is even more through the roof because of how it connects everything. Getting to see Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man again is awesome. Don't really care about Andrew Garfield. But just, I said this before when we talked about the MCU, MCU news a few weeks ago, like, the main reason I was never a big comic book guy. I liked Spider-Man and shit as a kid, but I never read comic books. Um, the big reason I got into the MCU so heavily was that whole team-up factory. It was so new and different, how everything connected. This is like a new version of that, where you're literally combining different realities and literally combining different film franchises. You're not combining heroes in one. You're combining different film franchises. Yeah. And the possibilities are endless, and I miss this MCU speculation. It's been a long time since we've had it, and it's going to be a long time until we get the movies. But I can't wait till that day comes and we look back at this episode. We're like, man, remember those days? Coronavirus was like eight months deep. Um, we didn't know when the next movie was going to come out. And now look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> that was a Paul, come back to Paul Rudd right Yes. There. I'm excited, man. I'm um, so stoked. I mean, it's going to probably kick off. I believe they announced. I can't find the exact date. Uh, December okay. is the release for WandaVision, which is going to start all this shit. People were sleeping on WandaVision. It's going to be a weird show. We're not. I'm going to watch the fuck out of it. And <laughs> I'm going to watch the fuck out of it. I mean, Tom Holland loves saying, like, he'll be a part of fucking anything MCU. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they fuck up reality and we get a little bit of Spider-Man at the end of the show. Seeing, like, his reality fucked up. I don't know. I feel like he would have spoiled that by now. <laughs> <laughs> he is bad about keeping things secret. That is That's true. That's how this fucking Andrew Garfield and, um, fuck, Tobey Maguire news leaked. Andrew Garfield leaked it to, like, a reporter or something, probably. You mean Tom Holland? Oh, yeah, Tom Holland. <laughs> um, but the MCU still is the second most ambitious, like, film franchise crossover in terms of just star power and everything. Um, I think number one is the Adam Sandler gang. Mm. Uh, you know, you got names like Adam Sandler. <laughs> Kevin Jane. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Adam Sandler gang, comprising of Adam Sandler, <laughs> Kevin James, um, Steve Buscemi, who I always mistake for Christopher Walken, <laughs> Rob Schneider, uh, Maya Rudolph's in there, Tim Meadows is in there, Shaquille O'Neal's in there, Ben Stiller, ben also Stiller. in there. Great cameo. 
He was he not playing? No, he was the same role as his Happy Gilmore guy, right? Pretty much. It's the same role. I don't know if it was the same exact name, but it was like the same guy. Let me look. Um, uh, Julie Bowen, that's a big name. I don't know her. Ray Liotta, I know that's a big name because when he was in the movie, Riley's like that guy's in this movie. It was the same guy. Um, same name and everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> <Pretty> sure. great. <laughs> um, all these great actors. Hubie Halloween, the newest Adam Sandler film, coming from Uncut Gems. Oscar should have been nominated, some think, to a Netflix movie with the title, not with the title, with the summary of despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem and its Halloween celebration, Hubie Dubois. is That just shows you right now how I feel about this movie. I just laughed at his name. And I know we're going to disagree. Hubie Dubois is a figure <laughs> of mockery for kids and adults alike, but this year something is going to bump in the night, and it's going to be Hubie to save Halloween. <sighs> he has... He's, he mutters. He's a grown man. Yeah. Uh, he gets picked on by the town. Yeah. But it is one thing to make sure everyone has a good Halloween. Yeah. That is his goal. It's a fucking great goal, dude. I, I would agree with that. I would agree it's a great goal. Um, He wants everyone to have fun. There's a lot of smaller roles in this. A lot of other people. There's a little love plot with some some teen kids. Yeah. Uh, there's a love plot with the, the star, Hubie. Yeah. Let's get into it, Jay. I know you hate this movie, and it pisses me off already. It's okay. I, I'm People not, can I've disagree. I've never once said I hated this movie. People can disagree. I want to be very clear. I never said I hated this movie. People can disagree, Ty. Plot slash story. What'd you give it? So the plot of this movie is, spoilers ahead, Hubie, yeah, like we said, is pretty much trying to save Halloween. Sp- I just want to emphasize spoilers. Um, but there's some kidnapping on the loose. Three people get kidnapped. Hubie's on the case four, to save Four it. people get kidnapped, Jay. Four. It's a couple. Oh, yeah. Four people get kidnapped. Hubie's on the case to save it. He's kind of just going around the town. Uh, there's a bunch of mishap going on. Um, it's just a bunch of little small cameos that sometimes don't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, man, I know you're going to say this is high, but I have my reasoning. And I think, A, I expect less depth in a plot out of a movie like this. That automatically keeps it from getting high, high. And for the kind of movie it was, I thought it actually had a good uh, diversion from what was actually going to happen that I did not see until that diversion was revealed. Once that diversion was revealed, I saw it coming from right away. And that diversion is that his mom was the one kidnapping everyone instead Correct. of they uh, they to- they uh, played it up like it was either going to be the werewolf or the guy from the mental ward, which turned out to be the mental ward was the werewolf's uh, keeper pretty much. And he wasn't a werewolf. He was just insane and thought he was a werewolf. Oh, really? I thought he was an yeah, actual werewolf. Yeah, he said werewolf. it was glue on hair. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's just fucking crazy and thought he was a werewolf. <laughs> um, and that's why he was in the mental hospital with the okay, other Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they played it up like that was going to be it. Ends up being his mom. For that reason, I gave this a 13. Give it a 12. Oh, okay. I, I built it up a lot. You're, so doing, a lot, explain. you're doing a lot of like uh, justifying it. Um, I thought that little spin on it was because I did not see it being his mom until once they showed that spin. I was like, okay, it's his fucking mom. That's so obvious. But before that, I did not think that was going to be it. I knew something was going on because they never showed the fucking. It was always through the mask. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, yeah, it's this guy. I knew they were going to do something. I agree. I think it was good. I liked the moral of the story. Like, you know, Hubie had to stand up for himself and his mom was like, you guys are so mean. And Hubie's still trying to protect all of you no matter what. Yeah. I liked that part. I thought that part was good. Okay. I, I like the the story. I like the little the little, you know, subversion of expectations. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No problems with it. I mean, it wasn't perfect. There was some that kind of love thing between the two teenagers. 
aggressively unnecessary. It was unnecessary. I don't really see the point of it, just to give like a B plot, I guess. Um, but didn't really add to the movie at all. Not one bit. Um, but that's fine, I guess. Whatever. It is what it is. I guess it kind of added a little bit because it was like the family of the girl he liked, which also felt unnecessary. I thought. See, I thought that plot was funny because it it seemed totally like a. Like, cause she liked him right away. It was never like he won her over. No, there was, no, no, no. Yeah. there was never anything like the the typical romantic storyline, which is like they are in love and then something happens and she's mad at him and then he wins her back. It was never that. It was that she loved this idiot for no reason and he just couldn't see it. I almost thought that was like kind of just like a meta joke. Like we're just gonna have like this romantic storyline in here where the the woman just the girl like likes him like likes him for no reason whatsoever i don't know if it's meta or not but it's just every adam sandler movie he always has someone who's way more attractive than him him to him (laughs) maybe it's yeah maybe it's his self-confidence it's just meta adam sandler um so i didn't really hate that too much i liked at the end how their reasonings for not liking hubie was like i like ironically deep but not deep like it was just kind of stupid like the first kid was like you know i I, i'm sad that hubie can always be himself i'm always trying to be cool and it's like oh they're gonna force some stupid deep narrative you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the other guy's like, I don't like him because I don't have hair anymore. <laughs> and then the <laughs> girl didn't like him because she ha- hadn't had a sex drive. And the guy didn't like him because Hubie says big words, which I don't think he said one big word this whole movie. Well, he said something like that, too. And then he, he responded. And he was like explaining. He's like, you know, on account of me being dumb. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't understand it because I'm dumb. <laughs> well, yeah. And he said he faked having dyslexia or whatever. He, <laughs> yes. Or he was just dumb. Whatever. So I, I liked that. Um, look, man, I thought it was good. I liked the, st- the story. I was fine. I'm right there with you. All right. Where does this lose it for you? I wonder. Visuals and cinematography, Jason, I gave it the most medium score you can give it out of 10. I gave it an 11. I, uh, it looked fine. Yeah. There was no visual issues. Um, a little absurd when people disappear once you find out it was the mom. Why he flew through a cornfield? No, that's because I think she's a witch. What? I don't know. She like disappeared at the end and the forest lit up. She's like, Hubie, you're gonna now I know you you're fine when I'm gone. And they said his family's been in Salem for so long. And his his great grandma was burned because they thought she was a witch. So I think she, I mean maybe that's a subplot I missed. I don't I think she was a witch. But because, she didn't just disappear. She did the stupid Frankenstein trick that Hubie did earlier in the film. Yeah, but then she left, but then if you saw the forest was like glowing. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I mean maybe I missed that subplot. Yeah. But that just kinda looked absurd to me. <laughs> um, other than that, it was a nice little Halloween vibe. Didn't do any crazy shots that I loved, mm-hmm. but there's nothing bad to look at. So I usually give mass scores a 12. I don't know why. That's just my visual slash cinematography. I feel like it's hard to get under a 12. Because um, 6 out of 10, like, that's not – I feel like 5 out of 10 is bad. I look at – sometimes I look at these as out of 10 scores. I feel like 5 out of 10 is bad, and 6 out of 10 is just, like, okay. So 12 out of 10 is just okay. They're just using the, the high school. Probably. It's been ingrained in my – They're getting a D. They didn't fail. I gave it passed. one point minus because there was two or three camera cuts that were really, really bad. Okay. Like continuity, like not even continuity errors, but almost like one guy was like, it, it was small ass details that you had to be looked for, but somehow I saw him where like, he'd be like, kind of have his shoulders turn one way and then they cut and he'd just be slightly off. It was just weird shit like that that I picked like up. Like you so tell I gave it different one. takes? Yeah. So I gave it minus one. Okay. 11 though. 10. Didn't do, I didn't do nothing. Now key elements, I think this is going to, I think the difference in this score might be. The big, like bigger than any other movie total difference, in, like I don't, I don't know that. So our biggest movie difference, I will go through all the scores is fourteen. I feel like our biggest key, our key element score will be bigger than that difference. It's gonna match fourteen. What did you give for key elements? For key elements, Jason, I gave it a six. 
Give it a six out of twenty. <laughs> Do you want to explain your reasoning? I want to hear your. I want to hear your score, and then I will very gladly explain my reasoning. No, because I want to explain my reasoning after I get my. I feel score. like your reasoning is just like it's an Adam Sandler comedy, and they nailed being an Adam Sandler comedy. It's more deep than that. I give it a six because this is a comedy and a feel good kind of kind of film, and they just had so many running jokes that they just overplayed. Like okay. Hu- Huey always screaming at everything, being scared. Like it was funny, and then it just wasn't funny. Some of them did land though, so it didn't get a five. I fucking love that as the movie went on, the things being thrown at him got progressively worse and worse and larger. That was funny. You know, my favorite reoccurring joke was that I laughed almost every time it happened. What? His fucking thermos. Thermos was funny. His, I was fine with the thermos. How one. it had like a different use every fucking time. Yeah, like the the fucking scope thing or whatever. And, and there was like, like a power drill one time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they stopped the match by just throwing a little bit of soup at it. <laughs> that part was fucking funny. <laughs> Stupid. Because you, I when he did that, I was I was laughing because I was like, oh, he has all these uses for the the thermos. He's gonna throw just the soup now. So I was expecting like all the soup, but then it was a tiny little fucking splash. I don't know. That shit was funny to me. It just for me, it wasn't that feel good of a story. Um, and I think maybe I'll explain that in the next category why I didn't enjoy it as much. Okay. And the jokes, it was just such a such a volume shooting movie. Yeah. Where so many of them just didn't land for me. And I was just like, eh. And the ones that did laugh, like the, the stuff being thrown at him and the thermos, like I chuckled at it, but nothing was like really, really funny. And like the Shaq thing where Shaq is just the <laughs> woman. I was like, I giggled. And then they're like eating the sandwich together or whatever. And I'm like, eh. I knew you were going to bring up that scene. It's just that it, scene didn't land. It was a little awkward, but it was, and it just felt like there was almost they were trying so hard throughout the entire movie, but and that's some of an it Adam worked. Sandler movie, yes, it is. But this is a, not an Adam Sandler movie scale. This is just a movie scale. But the key elements is what they're trying to accomplish. Key elements are the key elements of the movie. We said if it's a comedy, it's how funny yeah. is it? If it's and, a drama, there, how dramatic? Is okay, it? there's different levels to comedy, and this is why I gave it an 18. Okay, that's absurd. That's an absurd score. Listen. What they were trying to do, I'm not saying it's an 18 on an overall comedy So scale. if I'm trying to make a shit movie and I make a shit movie, you're going to give me a good score? Yes. If you were trying to make a bad movie, which this was. This was a trying to be stupid funny. Look, there's different levels of comedy. There's intellectual comedy. There's satirical comedy. There's a comedy like Booksmart, which is very smart in the things it does. There is uh, like Anchorman, which is just built on improv and repeatable lines. And that's its own form. And then Adam Sandler almost has his own niche. 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 And it's, I think all three of those are the correct way to say that. And it's just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and seize what sticks. And here's what I was thinking this whole movie. This movie falls in the Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. No, it doesn't. It, that kind of, I thought you haven't seen Ace Ventura. No, I've seen Ace Ventura. Stupid comedy. Ace Ventura talks out of his butthole in that movie. I mean, okay, but... Look, it isn't as much of a common shooter. denominator of those movies is those are movies my father loves. My father is going to eat this movie alive, Tyler. He might like it. I don't know. He is I guarantee you that he fucking loves this movie. It's just there was He's so He's going to tell you how hilarious there it is. There was so many points in this movie where it was like they were obviously making a joke and I wasn't laughing. I laughed a decent amount. I did too. I gave it a 6. I didn't give it a bottom category. 6, six isn't a great bad. score. 3 out of 10. For a movie you said you laughed at. I feel like if you're not laughing, that it deserves that low. Well, there were so many jokes that I didn't laugh at. So, yes, I'm giving it – it probably would have got an 8 based on all the times that I laughed. 
But with how many jokes missed that I didn't laugh is what's taking away points. Maybe you just don't like that style of comedy. I love older Adam Sandler movies. I love all of his other shit. But the Maybe newer, you love those because they're nostalgic and you liked them at a young age. So you just, still like them now. No, because if I watch those, the jokes land. Because you watched it as a kid and you already have that built in. Just like Anchorman, we think it's more funny than Talladega Nights because of our built in love for it as Anchorman guys. Even though when we talk about Talladega Nights, we talk about all the funny moments in it. And it arguably having more funny moments. I don't I put down some things I laughed at because I knew this was going to happen. I brought up things I laughed at, but then I also brought up there's just so many things that I just didn't laugh at. There was a line early in the film where he was talking to the cop and he said that the pizzeria was having dollar pizza, dollar soda, dollar whatever if you wear a costume. And he said, sounds like a good deal. Or it sounds like a good deal to me, but also sounds like a riot waiting to happen. The way he said it, I laughed at that. Even Riley laughed. Riley like cackled at that one. Uh, when they said his full name, I laughed. <laughs> Hubert Schubert Dubois. I thought that was funny. Okay. Um, I thought the scene where he kept <laughs> – so stupid. It's just stupid-ass comedy, bro, where he was talking to Kevin James about being in the AAU or whatever they called it, and he kept breathing his inhaler out as Kevin James was talking over and over again. See, that, I just, that was dead face. That one was – I was like, they're trying so hard. This seemed like a movie. Now, along with that, though, the scene with the other cop where he was like, oh, he's too fast. He got around me. Yeah. Fucking made me laugh. <laughs> And or the scene where the werewolf guy and the other guy show up with their guns drawn at the final thing with the cops, I thought that was funny. I got chuckled. Look, man, this That's, the issue is the entire the entire movie. There's just nonstop jokes being made. You, they do so that many in of them. Every miss. kind of movie like this, though. So every many of them kind miss. of movie. No, this looked like a movie. This to had me. way more misses than any of those other movies. I disagree there. Um, I mean. That's why this one has like a 52, and most of his other movies have like a 20. Mm. I feel like I'm on the right side of history here. Um, This movie reminded me, if someone came to me and you and said, we're going to give you $50 million to just make the dumbest comedy where you're going to make 100 jokes, and you're going to have a fucking blast on set. And not all of them are going to land. But if you're making this movie, I guarantee the people who made this movie, because all those jokes are just like, hey, you know, it'd be stupid. Let's do this. And then they laugh at it. No, yeah. I'm sure they had a great time making the movie. I just, I think that's what they were going for. And I think whether or not you like it is one thing, but whether or not they achieved it, I thought they achieved what they were going for. I like the, the thing where he thought the dog was the werewolf and he's chasing the dog. <laughs> that was fucking that was funny. Not funny. That was funny. I was not laughing at that. That was stupid funny. Riley was even laughing at that. I'm telling you, I'll let my dad determine. I'll, I won't tell him about this. I'll tell him, I'll tell him Dad, why don't you watch this movie on a scale from 0 to 20. I forgot to bring him up on the sports podcast. That's fine. Happy birthday tomorrow, Dad. But it already happened three days ago, the time this is released. I'm going I'm to tell him to watch this movie. I'm not going to tell him about any of this. I'm just going to say, on a z- scale from 0 to 20, how funny was this movie? And he's going to fucking love it because movies like this are made for him. See, I like stupid comedy movies, though. And I did not enjoy this movie that much. Maybe you just weren't in the mood for I was it. fine with it. Were you in a bad mood? No, I was in a great mood. I was actually <laughs> looking forward to this movie. Just a dumb comedy movie, sit down and laugh. And I just didn't laugh as much as I wanted to. Maybe you should have been high. Maybe. That would have helped. <laughs> I'm sure that would have helped a great great amount. I don't know. Agree to disagree, Ty. I knew this was going to happen. <sighs> Characters. Um, Hold on. I got to pull this shit back up. I was on different tabs. I'm on my Carson Wentz is overrated tab. I'll start. Characters, I give it a six. Oh, wow. You really didn't like the characters. Really didn't like the characters. I gave it twice of what you gave it. I gave it a 12. I think this is my biggest issue with the movie. Okay. I fucking couldn't stand how Hubie talked. 
<laughs> I, I had to watch the movie with subtitles on because I didn't know what the fuck he was saying half the time. Yeah, that's fair. I hated Kevin James Cop. It was the most unbelievable cool guy cop ever. It felt like he was dressed up for Halloween the entire movie. I think that was the point, though, is that like he's yeah, trying no, to be was. a cool guy cop, but he's not. Yeah, it was the point. It just took me out of the film the entire time. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is Kevin James doing wearing that? Okay. I did not like the love interest. It was absurd. And I guess if you're doing that meta commentary of why it was absurd, that's fine. The two kids, sidekick characters or whatever, they were fine. They just felt unnecessary. I fucking loved Ray Liotta as the dick. Okay. I loved, uh, oh, what the fuck's his name? I'm going to get it right now. Michael Chiklis as the, the priest. That? Oh, okay. Uh, who dressed up as the thing. devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking loved that. I was like, the priest is dressed up as the devil for Halloween. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> um, I loved Keenan Thompson as the second cop. He was fucking yep. funny. Um, the side characters are what gave this a six because I loved all the side characters. The main characters I didn't like. <laughs> so you didn't like Hubert Schubert Dubois? No. No, I did not. Not even a little bit. It's a bottom tier Adam Sandler character. I thought it was just middle of the road fine. I thought it, it was just all of Adam Sandler's friends just playing different weird roles. So I just kind of gave it a 12. My Rudolph, my hate. Rudolph was funny. Yeah. Just how kept talking about how she wasn't sexually satisfied. <laughs> yeah. Just roasting the fuck out of her husband. Um, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi didn't like him. Rob Schneider, I have a personal gripe with him, so I didn't <laughs> give any points. I just don't like him as a person. Um. Yeah, I, again, I didn't. I just kind of saw this as all of Adam Sandler's friends just playing different roles. Like, see, I feel like that's the issue, though, is you're just giving it this this score through. Well, Adam I didn't Sandler hate anyone. Lens. I didn't hate anyone. That's the thing. Okay, that's why I got a twelve. I didn't love him, but I didn't hate him. No, see, I loved the side characters. Okay, that that was fucking funny. All the small little roles, I was cracking up at those. Like, I think you could have plugged anyone in and probably gotten the exact same result for the main. Like, if it was, yeah. Like I don't, I don't think it would have, based on how this movie was and the writing for it. I mean, obviously you can, some people aren't as comedic timing and everything, but I don't know. It just wasn't. It was just like you said, throw a lot of shit at it and see what happens. And I thought the characters were just fine. It just seemed like a bunch of people trying to be funny in a movie that they just threw. They probably had fifty takes for every scene. I don't think they raised it. There wasn't like no deep acting or good performances. No, nope. it was just like, you know what I mean? It was just it, it was what it was. The mom shirts were kind of funny. Those were funny, yes. Again, I didn't hate any characters. I didn't love any characters. I didn't like any of the main characters, <laughs> but I loved all the side characters. Okay. To be fair, Adam Sandler's arguably most iconic character, also hard to understand. Which one? The water boy. I can understand him just fine. <laughs> uh, enjoyment. What'd you give it? Look, man. I gave it a 17. Give it a 9. I, right about middle of the road. I would watch again. I would recommend to someone who likes these kind of movies. And I did not think about it for the coming days and weeks. That's why I gave it a 17, not an 18. But I would watch this again because it was just a bunch of dumb shit. And there was probably shit I missed that would make me laugh the second time. And I would recommend it to someone like my father, who I think is going to absolutely fucking love this movie. I gave it a 9 because I have zero interest to ever watch the movie again. <laughs> um, I didn't. I wasn't bored. I didn't hate it. Like I said, I thought the story was fine. I thought there was plenty of stuff that did make me laugh, but there was a lot more that didn't. Okay. And so it gets just a tick below middle of the road. Okay. I was fine. fine with it. I didn't have any issues with it. Um, I thought a lot of the comedy missed, which was the biggest issue, and the characters sucked. Story was good. And I, I did laugh. I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't laugh. I laughed at a lot of the shit. I feel like six is a little too harsh, but it's okay. It's your skill. I feel like six is perfect. Six is like a bad movie of the month. 
It's it's in my it's in my six to ten range, which is the second bracket, and it's it's right where it needs to be. All right, Jason, I, I'm not gonna change your your score either way. What is your final score? And let's see how big of our final difference was. Um, actually, didn't add this up. Three, eleven, thirteen, twenty-two, twenty-nine, seventy-one. You gave this movie a seventy-one. I gave it a forty-three. Yep. Right there with Eurovision. I'm pretty sure Eurovision got a seventy-two for me. For Eurovision, way better. Uh, I laughed more at this. Yeah, movie. Eurovision got a seventy-two. Eurovision was a better movie. I laughed more at this movie, and that's coming from a Will Ferrell guy. Uh, also, if you are going to rewatch the movie. Uh, there's a scene in the beginning where he's like hiding with a bunch of Halloween decorations, like in front of a store, and there was like a zombie laughing. It sounded like Will Ferrell's laugh. I'm not gonna watch it again, but I'll take your word at it. I'll show you that scene because it sounded like Will Ferrell's laugh. And I was like, I told Ryan, I was like, is that Will Ferrell? Like, did they get Will Ferrell just to do like a laugh? Hubie Halloween, Jason, is the second worst-rated non-bad movie review movie on our list. That's not right. That's not right. It is below an American. This Pickle. is better than American Pickle. Uh, I don't think so. American Pickle was just so mediocre. This at least made you laugh. American Pickle was always trying to be funny. Did not make me laugh. It's below Stuber. That's mm. probably fair. Stuber's great. Below Binge and Eurovision. It is above Mulan. It's above Drop Dead Fred, Artemis Fowl, Norman the North, Fantastic <sighs> Four. You know, it. all that matters is what I gave it. You gave it a 71, which is on par with Stuber and the Binge and Eurovision. The, I, yeah, all stupid comedies. Perfect. That's a perfect There's range. There's different levels of stupid comedies. Um, I agree. I think those movies are better than this. I was not feeling this movie one bit. I think you went into it with the wrong mindset. Again, I was excited for it. I wanted. To, I literally, you said, oh, we should review this. I, I had excitement last pod. I think they had a joke early on in the movie that didn't hit, so the rest of the movie you're like, oh, this movie's not going to hit at all, and that you were looking for that. I just wasn't enjoying it. There was just what? so much stuff where I was like, this is supposed to be funny, and it's not. That's well, fine. yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you brought up no... quite a few moments that made you laugh. And but... like I said, there was a lot of stuff that made me laugh, but they were like, <laughs> all right. They weren't like good laughs. That's a difference of 28 doubling our biggest difference. That's wrong. At Stuber. That's wrong. You could not like this movie, but that's that low. 43. I There's like no way this is a 43. No way. I really did not Mulan like this Mulan got movie. a what? A 40? A 36 from You me. say you really you do gave not it like 40. it, but you, you gave, gave it a, it a 40. You said you really do not like it, but you gave it a nine for enjoyment. It doesn't show that you really do not like it. I think it for that you kind of liked it. Adam Sandler movies should be easily 15 and above, and this wasn't. Hmm. You're expecting too much out of the Sandman. I'm not. I know what he makes. I enjoy him. You're expecting too much out of the Sandman. I think you're just, you're just looking at this movie with Sandman colored glasses. Because that's what this movie was trying to be. That's what gave it the biggest difference. I didn't give it a great score. 71 is not great. No, it's not a good score. Just 71 would be 23rd on our list. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a great movie, but I don't know how you sit here and give it a 6 and say this wasn't a dumb Adam Sandler movie. I didn't give it a 6. I gave it a 9 for enjoyment. I'm talking about key, key elements. elements. It's just the comedy was not that good. Okay, so what about a movie like Don't Mess With The Zohan? That's, that's the funny. exact. That's the exact oh. same thing. They throw so much shit at you in that movie. So much probably shit. Probably like a 12. You're probably on the record of saying that. Probably would have got like a 12 for Don't don't Mess With Zohan. Because there's a lot more stuff that does land and way less that doesn't. I think if you rewatched it, you would find otherwise. I think you're only remembering the shit that lands because you probably haven't seen it in a while. Zohan? Yeah. I've watched it within the last two months. Okay. 
I don't I don't believe that for one. Absolutely, you can ask Victoria because I don't think she ever seen it before. And we maybe three, maybe three months. I think you're on the record of saying the ridiculous six. Another stupid Adam Sandler. Oh no, that that would get like a thirty. Okay, that's a bad. I've never seen it. It's got one scene that makes me laugh. That's it. Mr. Deeds. That's another one where they throw a bunch of shit at the wall. I don't really remember Mr. Deeds that much. It's funny. Same shit. A lot of shit. Some of it hits. Some of it doesn't. But it makes you laugh when it does. Happy Gilmore throws a lot of shit at the wall that hits. Okay, but that's the thing. You're comparing it to Happy Gilmore, Waterboy. These movies that were made in like the late 90s. He doesn't make those anymore. You just said Mr. Deeds. That was made in like the early 2000s. Okay. A lot of shit that doesn't hit. Zohan, 2008. His last like 10 movies are just a bunch of shit that doesn't hit. Yeah, if you compare it to Happy Gilmore, 96. Billy Madison, 95. Like, yeah, Waterboy, 98. The Wedding Singer, 98, of course. But when you compare it to Grown Ups, 2010, Uncut Gems wasn't his movie. He just starred in it. Jack and Jill, 2011. I think Jack and Jill is one of the worst movies ever I made. I haven't seen it. Blended, 2004. I'm sure that's the same kind of bullshit. Just go with it. I know that's the same kind of bullshit. 2011. Grown Ups 2, that's the same kind of bullshit. Don't mess with Zohan. Grown Ups 2 would probably be close to this. I don't like Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups 1, I like. The Ridiculous 6, same shit. Haven't seen that. Ridiculous Six would probably be close to this score. That's my boy. Maybe a little higher, but, but I like Andy Sandler. But there is a trend, is what I'm saying. I think Adam Sandler, when he's on, makes like a 70 to 80 movie. When he's off, he makes Hubie Halloween at like a 40. I don't know, man. I think good Adam Sandler movies. I'm just disputing. I don't care about your enjoyment. I'm disputing your key elements, but that's fine. I just one of our favorite movies, one of our favorite sports movies that I know you love, The Benchwarmers. I, I know that it. Adam Sandler's not in it. Tell me that is not throw a shit ton of stuff at the wall. And no, see it is. It, it absolutely is. Some of it hits. Some of it doesn't. It would probably get like a 70. But the key elements would probably be much higher. Maybe. But I laugh a lot harder at the stuff that does hit. That's what I'm saying. Everything that hit in this movie didn't have me busting up laughing. I don't know. You were talking I about the pastor. I didn't bust out laughing like one or two times. That's you it. You talked about the pastor dressing up as the devil. You said that shit's fucking funny. That shit is Sounds fucking like funny. Laughed. That was one of the ones where I was like, that's the fucking pastor when he took the mask off. Other than that, though, that, that's what I'm saying. And it was the side characters, which I gave it credit for. But, like, the main characters, all the shit they did wasn't that funny. You talked about the repeating jokes. You said you liked the thermos. You said you liked the stuff being thrown at him. Seems like you said you liked a lot of stuff, but then gave it a bad key element score. Like I, said, I just don't get that. How do you like I'm so much and give up, a bad score? Because I'm bringing up the stuff I like. But there's, like I said, the constantly screaming and always being scared. But Didn't that's like that. that wasn't Sandler that funny. movie is my point. But that wasn't funny. Just because he's doing it, and it's because it's his movie. But that's what they're going funny. for. That's going what for they're trying comedy. to do. That's what Key Elements is. Is what they are trying to he's do. He's going for comedy, and even if it's an Adam Sandler movie, when he's on, he's that's not good trying comedy. to make a that's a good Oscar-winning comedy. comedy though. I don't want it to be an Oscar-winning comedy. I'm a, I'm rating this as a stupid comedy. That made you laugh. You don't think about the shit that misses in a stupid comedy. You think of all the laughs that makes. When you there's laugh. that many misses, I do. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. There's way too many misses with. I this. think if you look at his past movies that I mentioned, there's just as many misses. Just as many. I don't think so. But in retrospect, you only think of the good stuff. I think I've never, movie, I've never critically watched any of those other ones. I was critically watching this, and there are so many misses. If this movie came out 10 years ago, you'd love it. No chance. If you love Don't Mess With The Zohan, but you hate this, I don't understand. Like I said, that. I said Don't Mess With The Zohan's fucking funny. Probably like a 60 to 70. That's what this should be. 71. No, this is a, this is a 45 at most. I'll give two points. Hmm. At the most, I could see giving key elements maybe an eight. I don't know. What about the binge? I think you're on the record of saying all the shit that didn't hit with the binge and they just kept throwing shit. That got a high 60s. You're telling me you laughed a lot more at the binge than this yes, movie? Yes. I laughed I a lot harder that. at the binge. I think if we go back on record and listen to what you said about the binge, 
I think you said more stuff was funny in this movie than what you said was funny in the binge that you brought up. The binge just constantly throughout. I was laughing, and I was laughing hard. It was the level of laughs. This has a lot mm. of little baby laughs. I think we need to go back on the tape because I don't recall that. That's fine. There's there's plenty of scenes where I was laughing out loud on the binge. I don't. Like this I had take to do with Vince taken. Vaughn. I don't like this take you're taking. I take it with what you will. This movie was a miss for me. I did not enjoy it. I don't think you're in the right mood. <laughs> I was in a great mood. I was looking forward to it. I wanted to watch a fun Halloween movie. And there's all the characters and just the jokes missing. And it just it was not working for me. You brought up all the stuff that was funny. But it's all right. But, uh, all the side characters. All the small moments. It's all right. All the small moments. Where is the rank tie? It ranks Jason. 26th out of 31. Nice. For you, Jason, since you want to be so aggressive, QB Halloween ranks 23rd out of 31. Yeah, that's probably right. You got it ahead of the binge, Stuber, and American Pickle, and then Mulan, all the other ones. Yeah, right where I think it deserves to be. <sighs> and I it's right where I, where, I, where I think it deserves to be, too. It was a miss. It is not that good of an Adam Sandler movie, even okay. for his newer stuff. Okay. It's not good. I mean, critically, this kills all the stuff he's recently made, but... You're on record of saying how everything's getting inflated with quarantine right now and people are craving stuff. Yeah. And we also said on The Binge how that movie got really bad reviews because the standard for comedies has gone way up. So if the standard for comedies has gone way up and The Binge got low and this got higher, what does that tell you? I mean, I'm just saying, Hubie Halloween, 5.2 out of 10 is the rating on IMDb. Yes, look at his other movies he's made recently, though. That's good for him. But that's what I'm saying. 5.2, that's a 52 on our scale. The binge got a 5 and a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fine. And we were in that podcast talking about how the standards are too high, and if this movie was made in the early 2000s, it'd be great, blah, blah, blah. I agree with that. I feel like the same thing applies to That movie to this. didn't have as many misses. Well, a lot of the stupid shit landed in that movie. Who goes into a comedy focusing on what they don't laugh at? Who does that? Me, because Who's a lot like, of it, if they're doing something to make me laugh, it that means you were looking for it. I feel you were fucking, You were looking it is, for it. It is not enjoyable There's a difference to watch between that. an awkward scene, like the Shaq sandwich thing, which I'll absolutely give you, or a dumb one-liner, like the thing I said about having a, a riot at the pizza place that just doesn't land and just flies over your head. There's a difference. There was not a lot of, I'm uncomfortable right now. Or just like, oh, they said a joke. I didn't laugh. The making out with the TV? Yeah. That was uncomfortable. Okay, I didn't so like that. 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs> but I'm bringing up another thing. You said uncomfortable. And you brought up like 12 you laughed at. 12 I chuckled at. I don't know. I said one or two I laughed at a lot. I don't know, Ty. I think you're on the wrong side of history here. But I that's all right. So. This was not that good of a movie. That's all right. Not that good of a movie. That's fine. 100% standby. That's fine. 20. What the fuck did I say it was? I don't know. God damn it. 26 out of 31. Yeah. But we also have all of our individual scores now. I'm fine with the placement. It's a score. I, if you're fine with the placement, then it's accurate. It's the score that I'm not, I'm not happy with. I, don't, I just don't see how you give American Pickle 16 points higher than this, but to each their own. American Pickle is a better movie. <laughs> okay. It was. I th- again, go back only a on four that point difference from you and you will five. talk about how exactly they're on the same level is my point. I don't know how you're scoffing at it because to say that American pickle was 16 points better. 
That's you insane. It was not that good of a movie. That's insane. But okay. I digress. I'm pretty sure you gave American Pickle, the movie you said you didn't laugh at, a higher key element score than you gave this. Maybe. That just doesn't make sense. But okay. But it wasn't a, it wasn't a full comedy. That was I gave that a lot better totally for visuals. I'm I'm told you, I'm just upset with the key element score. All the other scores are fine. Like I said, at most I could give it an eight. Because it was not good Adam Sandler. Okay. I love Adam Sandler. This was not good Adam Sandler. What was the last good Adam Sandler? Let me look up let me look up his IMDB. <laughs> because this this ain't it, Chief. Alright. I had a lot to do with the voice too, because I fucking hated the voice. Alright. Adam Sandler, Jason. Hotel Transylvania, Hubie Halloween, Uncut Gems. That was fine. Murder Mystery Uncut was okay. Uncut Gems is not his movie though. Well I'm just I'm just going through it. Murder Mystery, that was okay. Um, haven't seen Merowitz stories. Heard it's pretty good. Haven't seen Sandy Wexler. The Do Over. Don't remember that. Ridiculous Six. Not good. Uh, the Murder Mystery lower meta score than Hubie Halloween. Pixels. Not good. Cobbler. Haven't seen it. I just haven't seen a lot. Blended. That's a good score. That's a good movie. Blended. Lower meta like score. Sixty to seventy. Lower meta score. I, I stand by this. Grown Ups, not a good movie. That's my boy. Uh, I laugh more, but again, I give that credit to Andy Samberg. Jack and Jill, haven't seen it. Heard it's terrible. Just go with it. That's a pretty good movie. Grown Ups, pretty good Low, movie. Lower meta score. Yeah, I don't know why people like this movie so much. I physically don't understand. Everyone was like, oh, it's heartwarming and, and good story. It's not that funny. It's not, I mean, the story was fine. But it just wasn't that good. Okay. I'm fine with it. Okay. I'm fine with my score. I, I believe it is a, exactly a 43 out of 100. Okay. That's fine. Like I predicted, uh, Zohan has a 54 meta score, and I'm pretty sure this has like a 55. So kind of on the same plane. 53 and 54. That's fair. Those don't have as many misses. I think, it, I think Zohan has just as many misses, and I would give Zohan like the exact same score as this. I don't think so. That's fine. And this, the hits were not, these were, these were infield single hits. Except for a couple. <laughs> How I, much do you expect to laugh? Are you expecting Anchorman laughs? I'm expecting a good amount of laughs. These were chuckles. And there wasn't a lot of them. All right, Ty. You're crazy. I 100% stand by this score. You are crazy. I did not enjoy this movie that much. It's point, this movie should not be 28 points different, but I digress. It should. should be. Stuber, 14-point difference. Hustlers, 12-point difference. Yeah. Joker, 10-point difference. Those are our biggest dif- disagreements. We've never had the... No, we have had the exact same score, Wally. You did say Joker, too. You'd give a lower enjoyment score, so we'd be probably the same. Yeah, I'd probably be closer. You said you gave it like a 17, and you said you'd give it like a 7 or something, which would exactly make us the same. If that was what you said. I don't remember exactly what you said. It was before the podcast. No, that's probably accurate. We've had the same ones, yeah. Off of, off by one a lot of the times. Prisoners, off by one. Uh, I know people didn't like our opinion on that. Uh, verbally, Conrad. <laughs> really? Did he say something to he us? He loves prisoners. Oh. I don't remember. I don't know if he said something to us. I don't remember. Project Power, Major League, Eurovision, all within one point. 1917. Fantastic Four. 
uh, which is when you're giving something a bad score, shit can get weird fast. Uh, Norm of the North, eight point difference. Yeah. We were both very accurate that Fantastic Four was dog shit. It is dog shit. It's the worst movie we've reviewed. By long shot. It's both of our worst scores. Our bad movie review is coming up, Ty. Not next week, but the week after. Your favorite episode to do every month. <sighs> I fucking hate it, but at least I get to pick this week. This month? Month. What are we doing next month? Next week? We don't have anything laid out. Oh. So I don't. I honestly don't know. Is there no new movies out? Coming soon movies. New movies. <laughs> Rebecca. I don't know. Uh, 2020 new fall movies. Let's go through this with the listeners at the same time. Um, uh, Tenant. What is this? What is what? This just none of these are accurate. Tenant. That's still in theaters. Have you seen Tenant? No. Um, maybe maybe we do a throwback Adam Sandler review. It's a good I, comedy, and I can compare uh, them. I don't know. I don't know if I could do this for another episode. The 40-year-old what? Version? That sounds like a parody. October 16th. Shit house. Nah. Martin Eden. The Trial of Chicago 7th. Rebecca. Bor- Borat 2. Is Borat 2 coming out? The 23rd, which is after we record, but maybe we do a late record. Have you seen the first Borat? No, I'm going to have to watch it. Me too. But I would do that. I like that guy. He's great in Talladega uh, Nights. Yeah, and it's all—it's like live action. Not live action, but it's like real, like hidden camera yeah. type shit. That comes out on the 23rd. We would just have to record a second episode like over the weekend or something. Okay. The War with Grandpa. Oh, that just passed uh, Tenet in the box office. I know that. Did it really? Yeah. New streaming movies. Percent Wolf Monsters. I don't know, man. Maybe it's that. And maybe we just have to push it back. Evil Eye. Well, the episode would come out the same. We would just record it differently. I could do that. Evil Eye. 2020 film. Are we sure? Oh, oh, or. Talk to me. Since you lost a bet, Dog's Purpose. That's absolutely what we could do. Now's a perfect time because we don't have anything to watch. But again, I have to watch it with you. So just make sure you watch it in full. Watch both of them if you're listening to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll figure out which one we do. No, it's going to be Dog's Purpose. I'm locking it in right now. Okay, fine with it. Lo- Dog's Purpose next week. Go watch it if you haven't already. It's a tearjerker. Uh, if you don't watch it, you're kind of a wuss. Some, Just go watch it. Some people are saying that. Be in tune with your inner emotions. It's good to cry sometimes. My goal is not to cry. There's no way. I will have a, like a pitch count clicker. There's no for way. how many times I drop a tear. If you don't cry, then you're like not paying attention. Like You're just thinking about something else somehow. Just thinking about how good the Braves... Uh, Rays World Series is. Look, man, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> you got anything else, Ty? I don't. Maybe go watch Hubie Halloween. Maybe don't. Um, Hopefully you've already watched it if you got this far into the, the podcast. Let us know if you agree or not. Yeah. If, if I'm on the wrong side of history. Yeah. Or if Jason links this movie's way better than it is. 70's not a good score. 70's a good score for Adam Sandler. And I think this is right up... I don't know. I don't know. But... In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.